Hey everybody, it's Ben here and we've got our second installment of Blood Bowl 2020 starting rosters. Um, I mentioned on the last episode that we've had a YouTube series going where you can get a breakdown of three or four different rosters for 1 million builds ready for league when Blood Bowl 2020 lands. So uh, we had a lot of people ask to put them on the audio feed and we have done so. So on this episode we are going to get Dark Elves, Dwarves and Elf Union. Hey everybody, Ben here from the Bonehead Podcast and welcome to Dark Elf Starting Rosters. We're going through each of the teams that were released in the spoiler for the Blood Bowl 2020 rulebook and we're looking at some of the builds you can put together. Now this is for League and we are assuming you're going to be playing a 1 million build, so a 1000 TV roster. So we're not going to delve too much into um, how to develop your players or how to develop your team in League, but we are going to look at just what you can buy for 1 million gold. So some of the key changes for the Dark Elf roster, it really is the Assassin. So the Assassin got cheaper, it went down 5k, um, and their movement increased to movement 7. So if you've played Dark Elves before, um, you'll know that the Assassin, not really much of an option for a team. If you played against Dark Elves, you've probably not played against an Assassin, or if you have, you've probably quite enjoyed it. It's a cool idea, shadowing and stab, but armor 7 just means that you're either stab blitzing or you're going to die next turn. So at least this way around, the assassins have got slightly cheaper and they can become another movement 7 piece. So they, it makes them more considerable, um, but definitely not as ubiquitous as some of the other positions. So blitzers and witch elves are amazing. The runner is good, but... Uh, in Blood Bowl 2020, the pass stat has been introduced and everybody's passing ability, apart from throwers, got worse. So the Dark Elves took it really hard on the chin here. Um, the thrower for their team is the runner, and the runner has a passing of 3+, plus, which is not great. So essentially, as far as passing is concerned, the runner got demoted by one point. The rest of the team, we're looking at 4 plus passing across the board, 4 plus or 5 plus for some of the other players. So if you were thinking of playing a passing Dark Elf team, this is not really going to be the team for you. And one thing to be mindful of is that passing dropping to 3 plus um, hurts the dump off skill that the runner does come with. However, movement 7, getting passing access to get that all-important leader reroll early is still considerable and a 3 plus pass is not bad. So first up roster wise we've got the 4 blitzer build. Those of you that ran Dark Elves in the last season will be very familiar with this. It's an expensive team with the blitzers coming in at 100, uh, 100k and the witch elves coming in at 110. You're gonna struggle to get everything that you want in your team straight from the beginning. Let me just double check. Yeah, Blitz is 100 and Witch Elves 110, Assassins 85, Runners 80, Lineman 70. 50k rerolls, however, if you want your positionals, you're gonna struggle with those. So this is um, historically one of the better builds for League. You get your four Blitzers early and you do have your Runner. So you've got a little bit extra movement there. So that's five players with movement seven. The Blitzers are amazing players. So they're now past four plus so agility two plus pass four plus they get block they still get um 
agility skills and general skills on a regular so they're going to be getting some spp which means you can gamble early with random skills or you can save up and get some doubles so the fact that you can save up to 12 spp to actually get mighty blow which can be done is actually it might be a bit of a boon for this because it's not that hard to score four touchdowns with a blitzer so this roster four runners uh, four runners there's a team four blitzers one runner six linemen and two re-rolls so you're going to be saving up for 100k for your third re-roll or 110k for your first witch elf either of those are pretty decent six spp to the runner to get leader to perform the role of that re-roll means that by game three or four you could have everything you want on your team three re-rolls a witch elf gonna be in a good spot but if you want to start with the witch elf you can what you do lose is the runner so your team is going to be one movement slower uh, and it replaces a blitzer so your team is going to be um, well actually the armor values are going to stay the same because you have to pick up an extra re uh, extra extra lineman um, so three blitzers one witch elf seven linemen and two re-rolls takes you straight to a thousand same as the last build it's up to you which one of these you prefer. I'm a Blitzer-based player. I like to bring the Witch Elf on later because actually having uh, dodge it can be useful. In this place, the Witch Elf kind of takes the position of the runner. But you've got four really good positionals there, and the line themselves aren't bad. Witch Elf is only passing on a 5+. So you've swapped that 3-plus pass for a 5-plus pass and lost another combat positional. Um, however, if you want to diversify your team, this is not a bad start. Same thing applies. You want to save up 100k for your next reroll, or in this regard, 100k for the Blitzer. The slight disadvantage of this is where you don't start with the runner. You can't farm off that third reroll to the runner's development. So if you look at the other build, what you could do is get two touchdowns on the runner, select leader, get your third reroll, and save up your cash for your positionals until later on down the line you can buy that reroll, get rid of your runner, or you know, build another one. Um, so slight advantage I think goes to the four blitzers plus you get a bit of block in there slight block advantage but if you want dodge well if you want dodge just put six SPP on a blitzer and get them dodge Witch Elf however is a lot of fun with Frenzy so definitely a, uh, a solid second build and if you are a Witch Elf madman like Ian Triple Power Triplo from our local club um, this might be a roster worth looking at. Uh, it is subpar and I wouldn't necessarily recommend it, but like some of the rosters we've looked at, it's fun to have an alternate build. So if you want to run a Dark Elf team that is different and gives you some different options with a lot less consistency, try this one. So two Witch Elves, two Assassins, six Linemen and one Runner. Two rerolls on top of that takes you to 990. So you've got 11 players and five of them are armor seven but five of them are movement seven uh, two of them come with dodge and then you've got two assassins in there as well you've got the runner that can maneuver the ball this is a slightly faster team or at least a slightly slightly more agile team with the dodge in there and you do have some shadowing it will win less um, but it will be a very unique build. A couple of witch elves doing some murdering, some assassins taking the occasional stab if they can, if you can keep them alive. Um, it will be interesting to see if assassins are of any use in this format. I mean, we've got some skills. I personally have enjoyed uh, Frenzy with them, but with two witch elves, it's going to be interesting. Anyway, the whole point is that this is a cane 
build. So you've got the witch elves, you've got the assassins. Uh, they who love the god of murder could be doing some murdering on the Blood Bowl pitch. That is the last Dark Elf roster we have for you today. So let us know in the comments below which of these rosters you're going to be taking or if there is a different build um, because I'm a fan of the four blitzers. I know that Ian uh, has run the Witch Elf startup for League but the Kane's Pain one could be interesting for when you get a little bit bored or want to try something a little bit different. Anyway, thanks very much for watching and we will see you again soon. everybody ben here from the bonehead podcast and welcome to dwarf starting rosters so what we're doing is we're going through each of the teams that have been spoiled in the blood bowl 2020 rulebook and we're looking at just what you can take for a million if you're planning on taking this team to your next league we won't go too much into uh, league development tips but what we will do is look at what you can buy and what we think would be good to start a league So for Dwarves, not a lot has changed. They've still all got Tackle and Block and they're still reasonably priced. They've still got Armour 9 and they are still slow. A couple of things have changed though. So the Runners and the Slayers have both gone up by 5k. Rerolls have stayed at 50 but that does hurt your initial build because you can't quite get that smooth 1 million build to get everything in now. So you do have to take a bit of a choice as to where you're going to fall down in your starting roster which i don't think is the end of the world for dwarf teams um i think they are still going to be able to save up the cash to get whichever missing piece they go for the the disappointing thing about this is we were kind of hoping that the death roller would be uh would be changed up a bit and it was but it just got more expensive. So the Death Roller is the same, but it is 170k. It does come with Dirty Player plus two, so if you're going to be fouling with it, go for it. But it's still a secret weapon, and at 170,000, I just, I was really hoping price would go down, uh, or secret weapon would be removed or something, and we would see it as a valid option for a roster. It's a really underpowered option now. We do have a Death Roller roster, so if you've got that model from Forge World, it's a very cool model, or one of the Fanath ones. You can put it in at the beginning of a league, um, but it's going to cost you an awful lot. So let's have a look at the rosters. So like I said, you can't quite afford everything, but if you do want everything from a positional point of view, you can go two runners, two blitzers, two slayers, five blockers for your 11-man line, and two re-rolls. So that leaves you at 970. So you get 30k left over where you can plow into your dedicated fans, um, or you can put towards saving up 100k for your rerolls. The advantage of this roster is you start out with all those positionals. So you can start farming those SPP to get you there. If you want to go guard spam, mighty blow spam, you can do all that with this team and you're going to save yourself time. Saving up 100k for rerolls is going to be a bit of a problem for dwarves, and the reason I say that is because even if you take three dedicated fan factor right out the, the gate here, the fan factor is going to be 30 sorry, the income is going to be 30 to 40k um, a match based on your dedicated fans, your opponent's dedicated fans split evenly. Um, 
but you get a bonus for touchdowns. Now, Dwarves are one of the slower teams. Their defense is excellent, but defense wins championships but doesn't win sponsorships, apparently. So you're going to get one to two touchdowns a game, so your income is going to be lessened. However, any of you that has played against or been in a league with a Dwarf team uh, will know they don't tend to use a lot of cash. So if you want to take this roster, be prepared to play your first three games with only two rerolls, but at that point, when you get 100k, you get that third reroll. By then, your team has started to get some skill ups. That's when this dwarf team jumps to 1100 TV and really starts to dwarf things. That said, if you would rather start with those three rerolls and use your cash to actually buy players, what you can do is run the solo slayer build. So, two runners, two blitzers, one slayer, and six blockers with three rerolls gives you 11 dwarves. Your armor is actually a little bit better off, uh, but you are paying 70k for a blocker. So you're losing um, speed. You're not really losing much agility because Slayers can no longer pass at all. Um, this is probably the most reliable build. Uh, Slayers are 95k now, so you've got one Frenzy Blitzer basically. Uh, you've got two actual Blitzers that can do the job nicely. So you've got four players there with Edge 3+, which is the Runners and the Blitzers. So they can still do uh, pick up the ball, they can still move around. The Runners, you've got your, your, your sure hands and things. And you've got seven players there that will struggle. This is probably a more reliable way to start the league. And if you go in for this, you end up just being able to spend that cash immediately on players, apothecaries, um, or picking up that second slayer for to really maximize your bash. Uh, this roster takes you to 995, so you get no spare cash for dedicated fans. So you're going to have to do this the old school way. If you are a retro dwarf player, so you've been playing them through the last season, um, the solo slayer build is probably the one that's going to feel the most regular for you you're only going to have the one slayer but the rest of the dwarfing is going to think is going to happen realistically you've got a choice whether you start with two rerolls or two slayers i can't see any other top builds for dwarves in league um this one gets you that reroll starting out with a dedicated fan factor and just two rerolls of the other build might be more beneficial but really what are you going to do with all that gold um, the only other player you need to buy once you've got your Slayer is the Death Roller. But if you want to start with a Death Roller, let's look at that roster. Because you can do it. It comes in at uh, exactly 1 million. But you can buy it. But you have to give up a lot to have the Roller. And this is, I cannot stress this enough. This is an unwise decision. But if you want to play Dwarves on um, slightly less easy mode than they normally are uh, this is your list so two runners because you need that agility you need um, the ability to pick up leader because you've only got two re-rolls but also having sure hands and that extra movement is going to be so key for this roster eight blockers and a death roller so you will get one drive with your roller uh, then you're going to be playing with 10 dwarves and two re-rolls and two of those are positionals the rest of them are blockers if you want a challenge for dwarves or you've got a really cool team but you don't want to run the the standard one or you just really love the death roller taking it rostered will be a really interesting team um you're still going to have a ton of tackle block spam so i'm, I'm not going to I'm not going to undersell this. You can still play some serious Blood Bowl with just Dwarf Blockers. The two runners are going to be in you can maneuver the ball. What you're missing is a Slayer and uh, those Blitzers for the extra movement. This team is going to be slower and you're going to be playing down on numbers. 
but that death roller is going to be infamous in your league because you're going to be starting every single game with it and um yeah interesting roster you can fit the, the roller in but it will cost you the majority of your team anyway that is it for uh dwarf starting rosters not a huge amount of variety but there's two good options and one silly option which i think is enough for people to consider um not a lot changed with the dwarfs but uh realistically we need the agility teams to have a counter to them or they'll just run away and no one will stand a chance anyway thanks very much for watching leave a comment in the links below if you like the rosters if you've got a better one and what team you would like to see next thanks very much Hey everybody, Ben here from the Bonehead Podcast and welcome to Elven Union starting rosters. So we are going through all the teams from the Blood Bowl 2020 spoiler and we're looking at just what you can run in a league. So we're looking at 1 million builds and uh, we are recommending some rosters to you if you were planning on taking them for the next season. But first things first, the changes for the Elf Union team. They didn't actually change that much. So the thrower and the catchers both went up 5k. So it makes building the roster a little bit harder, but realistically you're only losing 20k tops from a starting roster. Now that can make all the difference and we'll see that when we look through some of our rosters today. But on the whole, not going to hurt the team too much passing changes however so the majority of this roster forms up some of the better better players in the game for passing so passing has changed a little bit it's got a bit harder for most people the elf linemen here are four plus the throwers are two plus the catchers are four plus which is still not bad and the blitzers are three plus so the blitzers with their block sidestep now perform as well as most races uh, throwers Okay, which back in the day with Ange 2 was, was standard, but now them being able to throw on a 3 plus is actually quite a big boon. So your blitzers are key, your throwers are fantastic, and your catchers are really good as well. So elves are well positioned to make the most, or at least to show up all the other races when it comes to passing. And the other thing I forgot to mention is that elves have things have got better for elves. So historically, if you've seen an elf and elf union or pro elf team run in a league, Oh, they get murdered. They die. Okay, <laughs> the first few games or every single game for a pro elf team in a tough league uh, results in a load of journeymen. Okay, and that can be really horrible when you lose a blitzer or a thrower or a catcher. And all it really does is it limits your elf team, limits the expansion. You cannot buy all the positionals you want at the beginning. So you have to save up. The positionals are expensive. So historically, you've had to save up for quite a long time. This got a bit better with the way the new rules work. So you get cash for a game. It's normally going to be 30, 40, 50, depending on the fan factor, um, or the dedicated fans of both the teams. But you get a 10k bonus for every touchdown you score. Now, elf teams should be scoring two touchdowns a game, two to four touchdowns a game. So if you get a couple of really key wins in, you can come away with 70, 80k in a match. You're going to be able to at least 
stay on par with replacing uh, the people who get murdered. So you want to be scoring a lot with elves because you need to build up enough cash to replace the guys that die. Now we just mentioned how good blitzers were. So the first roster we're going to look at is the two blitzer mix. This roster comes in at 975. So you even get 20k left over to show off with. So two blitzers, one thrower, one catcher, seven linemen and three rerolls. So Elves have a natural ability to do everything. So those two blitzers, now they're three plus passers, means you've got a thrower who is probably currently one of the best throwers in the game with agility and passing combined. The fact they've got the pass skill is also very, very useful. Um, and you've got one catcher. Now, one catcher is going to feel a little light. But those two blitzers where they're movement seven, um, edge two plus... Uh, and block you've basically got one really good thrower and three really good targets and let's not forget that the linemen themselves being agility two plus and movement six are not bad either so this will give you 11 elf players it will get you those two blitzers that you want to develop it will get you your thrower that you also want to develop and you get one catcher the plan for this is to build up those catchers. Now, catchers can be SPP hogs. So starting out with the blitzers and the thrower like this means you will be able to spread those touchdowns around. This is going to be a solid beginning to your elven campaign. And talking of spreading the SPP around, the pro elf team, the elf union, is the best throwing game, has the best throwing game in Blood Bowl right now, okay? Don't know what's going to happen when High Elves land. We, we don't know what they're going to look like uh, or whether they're going to be any good at passing. But for now, if you want to pass, if you want to air out, if you want to show off, this max catcher build is going to be a load of fun. Now, remember, we talked about scoring touchdowns and how imperative that is. Your defense is going to be okay. It's not great. Okay, you've got no one with block. But this build, you will be able to score many many touchdowns okay so max catcher build you've got two throwers four catchers five linemen and three rerolls the reason you've got two throwers is because they are only 15,000 more than alignment and that gets you pass access on a normal and also that two plus pass versus a four plus pass there's really no reason why not you can use the other thrower as a lineman all you like but all it means is that it's going to be throwing a quick pass brilliantly and you're going to be building those SPPs in no time. Four catchers are going to be unstoppable on offense. They will pay in defense because you all you're working with here is vanilla strength three elves. You can do a lot with vanilla strength three elves though. But realistically what I want you to do is if you're going to run this roster. Uh, you want to burn as much as you can touchdowns wise to get you to 100k. Um, realistically you can do that in two games. If you have a bad luck, three games, and then you get your first blitzer, and then you get your second blitzer, and then you've got everything you will ever want in your elf team. But what if you want a bit of everything and you're happy to trust the dice? Okay, we've got another build for you here. It's the 980k two reroll mix. So you drop a reroll and you upgrade a lineman to a catcher and a second lineman to a second thrower. So you end up with two blitzers, two throwers, two catchers, five linemen, two rerolls. Uh, this is literally, you get the box from Games Workshop, you put one lineman aside to be a journeyman, guaranteed, and then you put everything else on the board. Normally, you wouldn't necessarily run that two thrower build, but like we just discussed, for 15k you get two plus passing, and quite frankly, with if you're going to be using the random MVP rules, 
you're running two rerolls here, guys. If you get an MVP on a thrower who scored a touchdown, got a couple of completions, which you should be able to do, you're going to be able to get that third reroll real quick. And then all you've managed to do is just cheat 100k out of your opponents. And if you do get 100k, you can buy the reroll or you can pick up that third catcher. You've got two throwers here. You've got two throwers. As soon as you're building up that team, quite frankly, you can do it right now. You've got two sidestep block guys. You've got two throwers that have got all the skill potential. Okay, on the ball, really recommend leader to build up your team. Definitely worth considering as well. Third catcher, fourth catcher. Maybe an apothecary. <laughs> <laughs> we should probably talk about that actually so yes you can save up your cash for any of these rosters and it might be worth picking up that apothecary before you do absolutely anything because it's going to save you money in the long run especially as what you want to do is build up your sbps for these guys two reroll mix will give you a bunch of positionals you will be playing with one less reroll okay you can probably get away with it let's face it dark elves always start out with two rerolls not entirely true see the dark elf video for that but uh you can reliably pull this out the way pro elves play though you kind of want to rely on stretch plays and you kind of got to rely on dodgy risky plays that's why they're an exciting team to play so not having that reroll may hamper you but i don't think it's going to take you very long to get over that hump but if you're trying to save up for a reroll plus you're trying to pay for replacement players it could be a bit brutal the problem is I really like all of these rosters. The catcher one is subpar, okay? It's but it is really fun. And it depends what you want to achieve in your league. So if you are going for the most winningest team, then the two reroll mix, assuming you can get a leader on your thrower, probably a power build. The other roster, uh the first one we looked at, the two blitzer mix is probably a more reliable and safe build you've got 25k there already so after the first game you will be able to pick up that apothecary to be fair to you you could uh, i wouldn't actually change this roster two blitzer mix is solid if you want to play it on safe if you're willing to play hard to get that third reroll either by leader or by saving up their cash for it then you can take the two reroll mix uh, you got 20k there as well, so you get that apothecary real quick. Um, you're going to be scoring a load of touchdowns with any of these. Max catcher is, if you're going for passes and for touchdowns in your league, this roster will get you there. I just don't know which one I would take. Um, let me know in the comments below which one you are taking, if you're planning on running elves, or which one you would least like to face. Guess it depends on what team you're playing with. Anyway, thank you very much for joining me for another starting rosters and we will be back again soon. Just wanted to say thanks ever so much for listening we've got the regular podcast coming out on saturday and then we'll carry on with teams afterwards but otherwise take care of yourselves and we'll see you soon